everybody, and welcome to the Right Reality Podcast. My name is Mixie. And my name is Steve. And we have just like the best interview ever. I know I say it every time, and I know I keep repeating myself. All of these girls, they're different interviews, but they're all so good. And Bree, Brianna, Brianna, Beaner, she killed it. Killed B- B it. B squared, I don't know. I'm, like so many good stories, so many behind the scenes bits. Like you guys are in for an absolute treat. I, I'm so glad that we get to do these every week because it just really helps you guys at home listening know who these people are, know a little bit more about their story, their side, what they saw, not what only the things we saw. And it's just really refreshing. And again, like. We appreciate everybody for listening and leaving reviews to let us get to this. Again, we appreciate Fox for allowing our number one podcast <laughs> to do this, even though we're still like, we're not the biggest potatoes, but here we are. We're coming up. Look at us. Look at us. Look at us. Who would have thought? Not us, but now we do. And it's thanks to you guys, and we really appreciate it. So without further ado, here's a little gift from us to you, our interview with Bree. Well, here we are. Uh, we I don't even know how to introduce this because <laughs> we have been saying your name wrong, I guess, for weeks since the beginning. Everybody has. Then come to find out nobody knows how to say your name. Brianne, Brianna, Bree. Bina. First of all, hi, welcome to the podcast. What's your name? Welcome. <laughs> Honestly, hello. I'm happy to be here. You guys have a great podcast, by the way. Thank you. That's so sweet. I see you hit 4.9 stars, which is awesome. Yeah, let's go. That's the best. Let's go, baby. Number one. Number one. Number one. Okay, back to my name. Honestly, I think, okay, so when I was younger, I was initially named Brianna, but then like when I was in second grade, I heard Brianna and I was like, mom and dad, you got to call me Brianna now. So my parents never switched, but then I told my friends. So it's just weird. People call me Brianna. They call me Brianna. They call me Brie, Bina. I have all kinds of names and I'm not picky. So you know what? Choose one. Okay. All right. As long as you don't care, we'll just go with whatever (laughs) our gut tells us. It might, it might flip back and forth, but it, it, whatever. It's so weird. (laughs) I know. It is kind of weird. I mean, not in the exact same way, but for a very long time, I was always Steven. And then, like, somewhere in high school, people started calling me Steve, and then that kind of stuck. Yeah. And okay. then I've told the story of, of uh, some girl randomly called the house once and asked, my mom answered, landline days, hi, is Steve <laughs> there? And she goes, I'm sorry, there's nobody here by that name. And hung up. And I was like, well, who who called? They're like, oh, they were looking for Steve. And I go, me, I am Steve. That's me. I am that person. She goes, oh, I'm sorry. I go, who was it? Oh, some girl. I was like, some girl? We could be married at this point. Exactly. Yeah. She was calling to to tell all her feelings towards me, and my mom just was like, no. Wrong number. Yeah. I blame the mom. Oh, man. Okay, well, now that we have your name down, we can jump into <laughs> all of the Joe Millionaire questions, because we have tons. All of the girls that we've talked to so far have told us that they were reached out to um, on Instagram to be a part of the show. Did that happen to you? Tell me a little bit about how you got to be a part of this. Yeah, so I actually was originally casted for another show 
they didn't tell us like what show it was. I was Mm -hmm. basically just told you're going to be going on a show with a celebrity, but it's basically like the bachelor. And I was like, Oh heck yeah. Why wouldn't, why, why wouldn't I want to go on that show? (laughs) Yeah. So I was like, sign me up. So I flew down there. I quarantined for a while. Um, I think it was like a 10 day or 12 day quarantine for that show. Um, and then they were like, all right, after quarantine, we're going to put you in. And they're like this day at 7am be ready. And this dress looked good. And I was ready. 7am. 9am passes. Nothing. Oh no. It reminds you, you're in a hotel room. You don't have cell phones. You don't have communication. You can't leave because it's quarantine. You can't even go on the porch. You can't. The only thing you have is a hotel phone. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, t- uh, 9 a.m. passes. No one. Noon passes. No one. Three. And I look outside the, do- <laughs> the window and I see all the girls passing on a golf cart, <gasps> all dressed up. Wow. I was literally like a little kid looking through a candy store. And your mom's like, it's too late to have candy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> They didn't tell you that you they weren't coming to get you. They just let you sit. Yeah, but in their defense, they did like they were super busy, and I think they That's kind fair. of forgot. But <laughs> yeah, they forgot about me. Listen to you. Listen how great you are. In their defense, they were busy, and you know they're. It sounds like Home Alone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I felt like that. But besides, you're alone with. Just Netflix. In a yeah. Park. Stuck in your own hotel room with wow. no God. Amazing. Okay, so that so that didn't work out. You you got all yeah. ready for that. That didn't work out. How much time between that and you quarantining or I guess finding out that you're going on Joe Millionaire, even though they didn't say Joe Millionaire? Yeah. So um yeah, they told me you know, I wasn't gonna a good fit for that show. So they're like, you know what, I'll send you home, but we love you. Like we love your personality. Uh we think you look good on camera. Um, you know, you just have, you know, that kind of personality we're looking for. Yeah. Um, so they're like, Maybe we'll reach out. And I believe it was two or three months after that. Um, they reached out and they're like, Hey, there's this show. They love for real. Mm -hmm. It's going to kind of gave me the same concept. Um, would you be interested? And I was like, all right, this time I have a billion (laughs) questions and you're answering them before I leave. And they did, they did. Oh, good. So yeah, I believe it was like two or three months and I literally, so they reached out to me. I did one interview on zoom and then they're like, all right, we're flying you out to LA for the finals. And then we'll decide from there. And then they flew me out for the finals. I made the finals and then they Mm -hmm. called me and they were like, yeah, we'd love to have you on the show. Are you interested? And I was like, you know what? Why not? Let's do it. I'm very spontaneous. So, oh, my God, that's that's an insane story. I think you win craziest story of how you ended up on the show so far. (laughs) Yeah, I think the producers were getting annoyed because I kept talking about it and they were like, stop it. Sorry, it took. We're a- cutting all of that. <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry. Okay, no, 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 not you. They're, they probably said that they were probably sitting there thinking we're trying to get some footage oh. from this girl, and we have to cut all this stuff because yeah. she's yeah. talking about other stuff. Yeah, maybe that's why. Yeah. Was there any point while you were quarantining for this show that you're sitting in the hotel room going, "If I see all these bitches walking by this window again, 
somebody is going to feel my wrath. Yeah, honestly, yeah, I did feel that way, but I didn't get, I got like a crappy window. It looked out to like the gutters and everything. So maybe uh, they put me in that room for the re- that reason. Because I knew I was like sad about it and they could see yeah. me in the window like. <laughs> so yeah, I had that attitude, but it, you know, they gave me the shitty window, so. Well, you got on the second time, so second time's the charm. Yes, it is. <laughs> Look at you, shining star. Okay, so you got on this show like when they first reached out to you and you started thinking about being on reality TV, how much like knowledge of reality TV did you have? Did you watch a lot of it? Are you like Steven and I where we're like deep in a hole of it where we psychoanalyze it? Where were you at in reality TV <laughs> when you started this? Yeah, so honestly, I didn't watch that much reality TV. I've only seen, you know, a few episodes of The Kardashians um, Mm -hmm. and then also Love Island. I love Love Island. And I've only seen one or two of those seasons. So honestly, I did not have that much knowledge on reality shows or about them. Okay, so then were you like surprised by the process of it? Did you feel like you were like easily blended into it? What was your like comfort level with it as you started and then continued to go through the process? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I would have to say, you know, right off the bat, I was just so excited to be there. All the girls were just so amazing to meet them, like right off the bat the energy was so high Mm -hmm. so I would say the first like couple week or two I was like all right let's go this is so much fun of course like when I would go and have a one-on-one chat with Steven or Kurt I would get like a little nervous just because it's not there's more pressure Mm -hmm. um so I'd say I was nervous but right off the bat I wasn't um I feel like the more I got into the process I became a lot more I wouldn't say shy I don't want to use that terminology I would have to say like I don't know help me out what am I trying to say like not shy but I just didn't in your head yeah I could have been in my head yeah let's just say in my head yep okay (laughs) makes sense (laughs) yeah I was getting to be like more in my head and I could like feel the cameras um but I feel like that's just because of the relationship I was having with Steven at that time. Yeah. And I feel like that's totally fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that goes to the question that I wanted to ask cuz as as a viewer sitting at home like the first couple days of the show, I'm putting those in air quotes, uh the first couple days it was just the way you described, the bar date, rocket out of a cannon, and then like episode 4 or 5 we started to kind of see this change. Was there something that you can pinpoint in your head that there was a moment something that happened looking back now having time to reflect and going you know what if I would have thought differently on this day at this time maybe this could have changed my trajectory on the show because that's you know kind of what we were made to seem that Mm -hmm. it was something happened and then it was just all downhill from there in terms of like your confidence or something you know air quotes needed for that Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say it honestly probably started after the camping trip. I mean, mm-hmm. it was obviously, come on, everybody knows I was pretty drunk <laughs> on that episode, eating hot dogs off the floor, 
the best episode of reality TV I've ever seen, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> and see, that, that is, on, like, I remember, like, bits and pieces of that night. I do not remember eating that hot dog. So I feel like, you know, like everyone has anxiety. Like I feel uh-huh. like that's so normal when you like drink, like you don't even have to get like super drunk to like feel anxious the next night. Yeah. I just, I just drank a lot and I was like getting in my head and then like, I was like, okay, I'm actually on reality TV and I just got that drunk. All right, let's go. Yeah. So I, I feel like that's when it started, but there's also other things that were leading up to you know, my attitude that I had, um, you know, the very last episode that I was eliminated, mm-hmm. you know. So to pinpoint it, I would have to say it would be that camping episode and just getting like a little too drunk and just feeling like self-conscious about like what I did, what I said, you know, just looking like, you know, I got hammered on national TV because that's not who I am. You know, I like to go out and have fun. And when I do have fun, that is my personality. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I would have to say the camping yeah, because to us, it really looked like you were the favorite very early on, um, again, from our perspective. And we realized things are edited in very specific ways with them knowing the ending and how they want to tell a story. So we're aware of that very clearly. <laughs> but it looked like to us as the viewers, very clearly, you had a stronger connection to Steven than Amber and Kala or Kala. Cal- yeah, Kala is in California. Kala. You did it. <laughs> I did it. Correct. I got one right today. Hooray. Um, Did you feel like you were further along than the other girls? Or was there something from your perspective that we're not seeing that you saw? Yeah. Um, So, yeah, that first date I had with Steven um, at the country dance was honestly, like, it was so good. Because... You know, he pulled me for the one-on-one chat, which I thought was pretty cool. And we literally, it was like we were talking for 30 seconds. But in reality, we were having a conversation for probably 20, 25 minutes. Mm -hmm. Um, And it just flew by. And it's because we have so much in common. Yeah. We would talk about one subject and like, oh, my God, and like laugh about it. So the first night at that country dance, like I felt the spark right off the bat and I knew he did too because they didn't show this scene but on the way back from the country dance um they were playing country music on the bus and I freaking love country music that's like my favorite genre (laughs) ever ever um and they were playing it and I was just singing along I knew every single word and I I was like yeah I'm impressing him right now (laughs) because he was like singing along with me too and it was just fun like even though he was in the back of the bus and I was at the front we were just you know kind of connecting Mm -hmm. um on every single like level like it's so it was so weird we have the same drink like favorite drink we have the same favorite meal have the same favorite music artist so it was just like we were just connecting right off the bat um Mm -hmm. And then I feel like it started, you know, dwindling off after, you know, that camping episode. And I think it's just because obviously I got insecure and maybe I was, you know, reflecting it more than I knew to him or something. Mm -hmm. But it's again, I love Steven. So let me just preface this before, like, I do talk about this situation. (laughs) No, honestly, like. Props to Steven and Kurt for like going on this show, being the only two males, not, you know, 
knowing yeah. about reality shows. You know, they did a really good job. And Steven, you know, he was a true gentleman and so was Kurt to get to know all the other girls. And, you know, they're really good people. So, like, I don't know how that pressure is. Like, mm-hmm. so yeah. I have no clue what they were feeling. But Steven did kind of put me in a debacle just because, you know, he kept saying, like, I'm really into you. you like, I see so much, like, for our future, if we were to end up together, just because we have so much in common, we have the same interests, mm-hmm. you'd get along with my family and friends. But then I, that's all I got. He would just pull me for one-on-ones, you know, um, in group dates. Oh, we're aware. Yes. Oh, we're very aware of this. This is like this has been my personal like gripe with him. Like you're so sweet and nice and I'm not saying anything against Steven and I want to get him the benefit of the doubt, but yeah. like did he ever do any actions to support the words that he was saying to you? Because we kept seeing him say things and he'd be like, you know, everything's good between us, we're good, and then he left you at home for the winery. Exactly. And and again, we want to preface this by saying we know things get cut yeah. out of this show. Yes. And this is why we're asking this. This is not like, what actions did he do, this piece yeah. of shit? It, this is like, okay, we understand things might have gotten mm-hmm. cut out where you would have had a conversation we didn't see on camera or traveling together because they allowed them to hang out with you guys Often. more than any other reality dating shows I saw. Yeah. So, yeah. again, Mixie's question, was there anything he actually did that you were like, okay, well, this backs up what he was saying. Or do you feel like now looking back now, seeing the interviews, it's kind of like it was a lot of talk and less action. So, yes, he did. He did um, kiss me, you know, after the boat date they went on. Mm-hmm. Like it was a crazy party boat. Um, after they came back to the house, I hope I'm saying the right now, mate. They're all kind of mushing together. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> they, oh, my gosh. Yeah. After a date, we went somewhere, we did something, yeah. All of a sudden, he was there again, I don't know. Oh, Steven. He might have had a shirt on, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Are you actually going to pull me for a one-on-one? No? Okay. (laughs) All right, see you later. I'll go hang out next to the knitting girl. Oh, um, no, but he, um, so after that boat date, we all um, had like a barbecue, and he did pull me aside and he had a conversation with me and he did kiss me that time. But it just, I don't know. Like I was having good conversation with him, but I feel like body language and the way someone acts in a group setting is so telling. Mm-hmm. And I feel like whenever we were in a group setting, he just wasn't giving me that. You know, he wasn't like I would say something and Kurt would acknowledge me. I would say some of the other girls. And so he wasn't really receptive when we were in like the group settings at this time. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So I feel like maybe that's why I started to get a little bit discouraged. Um, So yeah, I would have, yes, he definitely made a move um, after the, um, the boat date and then kissed me. Um, But besides that, you know, it was just pulling me and one-on-ones during the group dates. Um, And actually, wait, going back to that, Uh, When he pulled me, when we were having the barbecue, he said, I want to have some one-on-one time with you. And I want to have it soon. Mm -hmm. So actually, I'm forgetting about this as I'm talking about it. And so I, you know, I got excited. That's what we're here for. This is our role. Yeah, this is why you're here. Yeah. (laughs) This is therapy. This is a safe space. 
It's us <laughs> two and you and then everyone that's listening. It's just it's just us. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. Shout out to all the Joe Millionaire fans. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, so yeah, he did mention that. Like he was very firm and then, you know, he did kiss me. Um, and yeah, and he said, I really want that one on one time. So actually I was feeling confident after that conversation. Um but then you know, after that, <laughs> girls were picked for the winery. There mm-hmm. was one point I was at home for five straight days. Oh, my God. Oh. I didn't do anything. And two oh. of those days, I was pretty much alone because the girls went to the winery. Um, and then what else was the other one? Then they did the one-on-one dates. Yeah. Yeah. And I was pretty confident about that because I was like, he said he wanted to pick me for a one-on-one. We haven't had the chance. I barely chatted with him. Yeah. He tells me how much he likes me. We all thought it was coming. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, doesn't pick me. So I feel like he would build me up with words and then his actions would just like put me back at square one with my insecurities. Okay. So they, they pretty much accurately de- de- depicted that then because <laughs> that's kind of where I was landing from watching this. Yeah, it's just, I don't, I just don't know why. Like, I'm really curious and I want to ask him. Oh, I know why. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I know why. I think he saw Unite One was like, yeah, this is great. And then he went for Annie and then it's like, all right, well, I got, I got my target now. And then everything else just falls by the wayside. It's what happens on all the shows. Yeah, that is true. I disagree. I think that he got comfortable with you date one. Like you said, you guys were very similar. I think he knew that you were going to be around Mm. for a while, and he was confident in that, and so he wanted to spend his time exploring the people that he had question marks about. But that still doesn't make sense as to why he took Annie. And it also pissed it pissed me off personally because when he was when he was like talking in his interview about who he was considering, he said Whitney and he said Annie and your name wasn't brought up. And that made me so mad because as soon as I saw that whole game and Martin was explaining that there was going to be two one on one dates, I was like, oh, it's Brie. Yeah, I thought it was Brie and Amanda. And it was it was it was Carol (laughs) and Annie. That's why I'm so curious, too, because his, come on, his connection with Annie was really strong, and that's my girl, mm-hmm. which was really hard because I was my best friend on the show. Yeah, it's tough. I know, and, you know, I it's it sucked because I am such a supporter, especially, like, with my friends and, like, good friends, so I was, like, sitting there, like, wanting to support her, yeah. but then also mm-hmm. trying to build myself up, which... Oh, that's got to be difficult. So... It was really hard. Like, I was truthfully, like, excited for her, like, getting ready for the one-on-one. Like, she always looked so good and so cute, and they were adorable. Mm-hmm. And, but, like, it, it, was, it was really hard because I'm like, okay, I need to build myself up. And, she, which she she helped me, too. But, um, yeah, I feel like that was just the major issue. Like, he, you know, always pulled me aside and told me how much he liked me. And then he just literally showed no action. Like, mm-hmm. if you liked me enough and you didn't even pick me for the one-on-one or, you know, you didn't pick me for the winery. Why didn't you do something else? Maybe set up a blanket 
with some candles and wine. And I agree. That's exactly what I said. It took him five minutes. In fact, it wouldn't even. Wait, did I get that from you? It, maybe. Because it, it would have taken him not even 30 seconds to ask a producer to set that up. He wouldn't have even needed and to set that up. the producers would have loved it. They'd be like, great, mm-hmm. more drama. We can continue to throw people off the scent of everything. Perfect. Yep. Like just yeah. you, you'll steal the same position that Whitney took last time. Just it's still there. Mm-hmm. We haven't sent a PA to go clean it up yet. <laughs> just go take that spot. You know, we'll bring you more wine. Exactly. Exactly. Oh. When Martin told you that the guys were fighting for your dates and that they were going to each have a one on one, were you pretty confident that it was you? Yeah, just because he made me really confident um, after that barbecue. Mm-hmm. You know, he during that barbecue, again, he told me that, you know, we're going to have one-on-one time. I want that soon. I'm feeling confident in our connection. Um, so, like, him mentioning specifically one-on-one, which that scene was not shown. Of course. Um, <laughs> I know. Um, that, I feel like that was the kicker. Yeah to it mm-hmm. all you know you know the camping definitely took a toll but that was just a kicker because i was excited i'm like all right this is my chance you know to like gain that confidence back up and like yeah. really do like understand like he does like me but then mm-hmm. you know he didn't pick me and i'm like then he obviously does not want to spend time with me like it, it's, yeah he's going to pick the girl he wants to spend time with so yeah, that was it was really upsetting. I yeah. Can I ask you now because like all these other interviews we've done it's like everybody was kind of like I feel like I just want to are you okay? Like cuz like when the episode <laughs> at like me watching you go home, I was just like I, it was my first gasp of the year and I was just like mm-hmm. this poor girl not saying that you need the thing but I was just like I yeah. feel like you were just Again, I'm sitting there going, Kala and Amber are still here. The way I know these shows going, it, it, you can you theoretically you have three more weeks to see if anything else comes up, and you're basically going to throw all of that out because you keep mm-hmm. saying the same yeah. thing but not doing anything to help. Like, I know this has been a while since filming, but how are you doing? Are you hanging in? We're all pulling <laughs> for you. I think there's a lot of people who really, really like, you, and we just want to make sure you're doing good. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. No, I'm doing fine. Um, I have my family is so supportive, you know, you know, they check in on me. I have really good friends. And I feel like, honestly, this experience, even though, you know, I feel like the editing did show my insecurities more than I would have ever thought. Like I, Mm -hmm. every girl is insecure. Yes. Like, come on. All those girls were insecure as well I may have just been more externally about it like Mm -hmm. I have to talk about my feelings otherwise I can't like I keep it cooped up and I like need to do something and I I can't so I externally talk about my emotions and so I feel like you know the editing did make me look a little bit more insecure than I really was um and I feel like the actions taken in the show by you know Steven and you know, how he would build me up and then not take me on one-on-one or pick mm-hmm. me for dates really just did take a toll. But, you know, I'm doing fine. And again, I, I learned so much about, like, throughout this experience. I learned what kind of guys I want in my life, what kind of qualities I want, 
you know, words of affirmation are definitely important for me. <laughs> Actions backing it up, maybe. I don't know. What a crazy thought. What? <laughs> Be aware, guys potentially sliding into the DMs. Words are not going to work as much as they used to at this point. Exactly. Because I'm traumatized, Stephen. <laughs> I hope you hear that. I love you, but I am traumatized. You're a great guy, but I really want to know why you did that. We all want to know. We all need yeah. answers. We do. Hopefully, we will hold him accountable at some point. Oh, we will. For that and for the cake. Yeah. And for a cake. Oh, I'm holding him accountable for Drea's cake. Yeah, the cake. Yeah, what the heck? That yeah. I'm not over-exaggerating. Like, that is the best freaking cake I've ever had in my whole life. <laughs> Literally everyone said that. I need Drea. I need to go visit Drea's cafe, man. She, okay, she literally would be like, you, she probably told, no, she did on the podcast. She's like, all right, girls, what are we feeling? Do we want Italian? Do we want Mexican? Do we want Thai? That's a very good impression. Wifey material. <laughs> literally, um, that girl is solid, like, wifey material, like, every, <laughs> every way, too. She's a great cook. Healthy food, too. So it was awesome. amazing. Amazing. I yeah. did have a quick question. You mentioned your family. Yeah. Dorothy Dorothy, or I guess Dee Dee. Dee Dee. It's Dee yeah. Dee. I like to call her Dorothy Dorothy. I don't know. What's, is, is, was she like actually, now we're back on names. Is Dee Dee like her real name on paper? Yeah, it's D E E D E E. So it's Dee Dee. Wow. That's sick. Uh, that's dope. Amazing. I love it. I like that a lot. Let's go. I know. I thought it was a nickname. Okay. So, obviously, you went home after after Parents Weekend. How much weight did they have on themselves feeling like it was their fault? See, and that's a another thing I, I kind of was upset about because I, they didn't show, like, the good relationship I had, you know, I have with my yeah. family. Mm -hmm. I, I'm really close. Like, my family, they're my best friends, ultimate best friends. Like, when anything happens, I'm calling my mom. If my mom doesn't answer, I'm calling my dad. Mm -hmm. And I feel like all the other girls miss their families. But if you were to ask any of the other girls, who was the most annoying? Yeah, I miss my mom and dad. That was me. Like 100%. <laughs> like I was crying. I'm 27 years old. And I'm like, I just want to talk to my mom. So I feel like the, the editing really did me in for that night too. Like I mm -hmm. obviously at that point, I was just like, I, you know, I kind of want to go home. Steven's not really showing me like that. He's interested. You know, he's just telling me he's not showing me any action. Um, so I feel like at that point, honestly, I, I was kind of checking yeah. out. So mm -hmm. my mood was just, I was in a different mood and my parents felt that mm -hmm. they told me like, you know, right after that, like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Because you know, the first couple episodes, that's when you met the real Brie. Yeah. Champion, you met the real Brie drunk. Mm -hmm. Dancing on the bar, real Brie. That was mean. I, w I want her to be my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's, I feel like a lot through this process, again, I learned a lot throughout this process because of this and mm -hmm. because of what happened to me. Um, but I am sad that it kind of took that turn. Um, don't get me wrong. I had a really good experience, had so much fun, would not take it back. Um, but yeah, again, going back to the family night, I just, I have such a strong relationship with my family um, that I feel like it just wasn't shown during family night, um, which is really sad. So I, I it was so much fun, but they kind of edited 
I'm going to just have to say editing. Yeah. Well, okay. So you just said, and this is another question I wanted to ask you. You just said that you grew a lot. Do you remember what Steven said? I didn't grow. Yeah, that he grew and you stayed the same. Yeah, you butt. Yeah, what, what do you like? What? I know. <laughs> I didn't. He. You, did you notice that he would say one thing to me, and then yes. he would be with Kurt in the confessional or interview, and he would be like, "Yeah, well, you know what, Bree, you know she didn't grow. Her insecurities uh-huh. are really showing." But then he would say one one thing to me. So yeah, he said to your face that the reason he didn't pick you is because you're like his ex girlfriends, which is ridiculous. That like I hate when people do that. You are a completely different person. How can anybody make that connection? That's unfair. Exactly. I don't even think that was actually his real feelings because then he goes to the confessional and talks about your insecurities and that you didn't grow. And I'm like, dude. What so, is it? And if it is that, say it to her face. You deserve that much. Exactly. And kind of playing the benefit of the doubt for him right now. You're too nice to him. Uh, Hold him accountable. <laughs> Hold on. We got to look at every angle, though. Because I want to get the bottom of this investigation. Fair. Okay, fine. I'll be the bitch. You be the nice <laughs> one. I'll be the bitch. I'm fine with that. <laughs> so I feel like Steven, you know, the whole time he didn't want to, like, he he wanted to honestly build us up. You know, he you know, he was the one that was talking to like all of us. You know, he was the one who was, I feel like, more open opposed to Kurt. You know, I feel like Kurt was more closed off to the girls right off the beginning, right off the jump. Opposed to Steven, he, you know, he wanted to get to know all of us. So I feel like maybe that was him his way of trying to like I don't know, comfort me, but then, okay. yeah, I don't know where I'm going with that. I don't no, know. I, 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 could, I could see that. I could see that. But, you know, at the end of the day, you've put your whole life, just as, as much as he has as well, you put your whole life on hold. You yeah. quarantined for however long. You did all of this. You were away from your family. I just feel like you deserved the honest truth. So when you watch that back, were you like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Just because uh, I was getting completely different responses i'm like okay you didn't say that you didn't say that you didn't say so it's just like what like what 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 do you feel like what are your actual like emotions towards me and and that that actually leaves me with a bunch of questions now absolutely i went out with it i was just like you know what he just wasn't interested in me you know he for some reason kept me there for a little bit see that's what Um, i said maybe that's what like, I said last week is like part of me is now like I feel like he was making all this up because there's yeah maybe again if I'm in this role yeah I don't see why if I have a, such a strong connection and I say that and my only thing is like I just she, wish she would have wish she would see herself the way I see her I don't see how you don't keep that person around as long as possible given given the fact that we, the audience, again, have not seen anything with him and Amber, really, mm-hmm. and anything of him with Kala other than the code, right? Yeah. So to me, sitting here going, I feel like maybe he was just making all this stuff up for weeks, and he was out on you weeks before, and now it's just time to, like, send you off into the abyss, unfortunately. No, I mean, you could be right, but now that I'm thinking about it... um. 
I do feel like I might have shot myself in the foot because, you know, Annie was definitely showing him she was interested. She mm-hmm. was going up to him. She was pulling, pulling him for one-on-ones. She was making it known, like talking to him, opposed to, you know, I, I kind of like to like sit back, observe my environment. You know, I like other girls to have the light. You know, don't get me wrong. I'm a Leo. I love the light. But <laughs> in this kind of environment, I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to chill back and see if he's interested. But to your point, Stephen, if he was interested, like super interested, he would have showed me some action. So that's where I keep like I'm drawing these circles. And I swear I talk about it like every single day with my best friend and my mom. And we're like, <laughs> I, I don't get it. I don't blame you. It's, it's very confusing. And like yeah. nothing's adding up. I need no. a reunion so that you can ask him. Oh, 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 I have questions. I was talking to the producer other, the other day. And I'm like, you guys better have a reunion because I already have like 20 questions here for Steven. Let's go. I, <laughs> I, I would love it. We know Fox is listening to this right now. Yeah. Hi. We need three things. One, one season two. We've been talking about this for weeks. Yeah. Oh, duh. I'll give you my firstborn child. No questions. <laughs> what? <laughs> Two, we need a reunion. And three, better yet, me and Mixie can be available to host the reunion. Yeah, we'll host it. Yeah. Just saying. If it doesn't happen, we'll host it on the podcast. Fuck it to hell. <laughs> the number one will host. I I will I will stop it if you guys aren't hosting it. Or if they don't give you some part in the next season, I am stopping it. I am driving oh. to wherever they are. Because Thank you. You guys have the best perspective on every single episode. I literally, I listen to every single episode of your guys' podcast. And so sweet. Oh, I love you guys. You guys are like right on. So you guys like analyze the situations and like what's going on in the episodes very well. So I I would be upset if they didn't add you. And I, I will start riots. We're riding. Let's go. My head just grew three sizes. Thanks so much. <laughs> Good. It deserves to be. I'm just going to delete all of our questions, and now you can ask us questions. <laughs> no. I, I think we should be the host, and you're right. We like I, Me and Mixie were talking about this recently. Trent, over at Barstool, has taken the thing as the luggage guy in The Bachelor. Me and Mixie would like to be that version, but for Joe Millionaire. Yeah, I don't know what we, where we'd fit. Maybe we'd be the coin holders where you'd have to come to us to retrieve your coin that you won, your yes. random coin out of nowhere. I thought about this today, Mixie, and I did not tell you I was driving home because I thought about this question, and I was like, what if we are Martin's apprentices? Genius. Genius. I mean, I wouldn't be able to wear the jacket like he can, but I'd give it a shot. <laughs> Who could? I would love that. Who could? Is this me? We're at the Martin part of the podcast. This is my favorite part. Let's do it. <laughs> Diane Martin. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes. That is the real, from the real source. Oh, my God. The small there. Yes. Just say it on repeat. We're not going to talk anymore. <laughs> wow. Wow. Seeing that happen live. What? Guys, guys, it's like it's like it's like meeting like it's like meeting Taylor Swift in person. You just see <laughs> this thing that was always just in your ear now has like, it's coming right at you live in person. It's incredible. <laughs> now my head's getting bigger. <laughs> Good. All of our heads could be massive. <laughs> together i love it because we're awesome people <laughs> let's go 
Oh, man. Well, okay. Let's get into Martin. I love this man. I want to hear from you. He seemed to like really get, I mean, he liked all of the girls, but he seemed to really, really take a liking to you and really, like you said, become like your your dad at the manor. Like, tell us about that. Like, were there connections and conversations you guys had that we didn't see? I need to know everything. <laughs> so I feel like all the girls acknowledge Martin, obviously. You got it. He's got the loud bell. He's telling us what we're doing next. It's either getting eliminated or we're doing something fun. So obviously you got to acknowledge Martin. Mm. Everyone loved Martin. But I feel like I just always had, like, a special connection because I would, like, pull him aside and, like, I don't know, kind of joke with him or you guys can, if you watch me in the background when Martin shows up, like sometimes you'll see me like, Hey Martin, what's up? <laughs> or like, just like Martin. So I feel like I just really emphasize on Martin just because, you know, I gravitated to him because he was an awesome dude. Like, yeah, I, all the girls express it. Like the public loves Martin. You of guys course. love Martin. Who wouldn't love Martin? I mean, yeah. <laughs> does if you don't they need to be sent to us and we will deal with them yeah yeah you tell us their names yeah. off off recording you let yeah. us know who it is and i'll deal with them we'll deal with them all right well, <laughs> i think that's a great idea okay yeah. um no i i just feel like he was easy to gravitate to and you know i again i was getting homesick missed my own parents so mm -hmm. i feel like I connected with Martin and I feel like we really connected um during the camping mm -hmm. scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When when he probably appeared to you as God with that spotlight yeah. oh in your my face. God. <laughs> who, who tweeted that again? It was hilarious. <laughs> with the fucking headlamp just shining in your face. This poor girl <laughs> does not know what's going on and now she has a light in her face and a British accent and she's like, God? Is that you? <laughs> Honestly, I probably was thinking that, like, oh. It's like, oh, my God, I drank too much. I've died. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm in British oh. heaven. Just... Yeah, Walk towards the light. Walk towards the light, Daddy. Martin's... Daddy Martin, take me. Take me. Daddy. Oh take my me gosh. to the spinning... Where I almost died. Yeah, you almost did die. I really feel like they should have buckled you in a little better on that thing. All right, let's be honest. That was 100% my fault. But That is true. They probably weren't expecting somebody to not have, like, ability to move their limbs while sitting in the chair. No. Now, I'm not going to lie. That and, like, talking to Steven during that episode was so cringeworthy for me. I thought it was amazing. You should not be upset. Uh, but I guess the swings. The swings is something that I was like, oh, Lord. I owned it for sure because I was like, all right, that's that's funny. But at the moment right now while I'm watching it, I was like running back and forth in my living room with my friends. And I was like, is it is it done? Is it done? And they're like, yeah, it's over. It's over. Oh, man. That is amazing. Wait, so... You didn't remember, like, how much of it did you remember and how much of it were you, when you were watching it, were you like, oh, shit? <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I would have to, I have to say, you know, like, where you brown out? Yeah. And you remember, like, little bits and pieces. Like, you remember, like, 
the outline of the night, mm-hmm. but you kind of remember the whole plot, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I get exactly what you mean. Mix is like, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Happened a couple days ago. Weird. <laughs> the outline, but the details. <laughs> so I just don't remember, like... I remember like bits and pieces. I don't. I don't remember eating the hot dog. Do you remember falling off the bed? No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you remember Martin putting your shoes on? Because that was incredible. Yes, I do. I do remember that, and I do like vaguely remember like talking to him too, and walking to the swings. I remember falling on the swings, and I remember walking back from the swings. Maybe that just really woke me up that hit do you remember offering him lotion no i was like what is going on in your drunk mind right now brianna that's so nice though he's helping you you're trying to help him i was i was thinking like he's going to put the the your shoes on and you're like fingers a bit rough let me offer him some lotion probably you know he's got gloves on most of the time he's not getting a lot of good air circulation they've probably dried out a bit you know Maybe they're brittle and crusty when they're touching me, and I I didn't know because I was drunk. You know, amazing. Well, how was Aww. your? Okay, so you obviously had a fantastic night camping. <laughs> how was your morning? <laughs> okay, because from what I was told, that was like a two and a half hour bus ride. Oh gosh, yeah, I yeah I sat like in the front. Everyone else is like actually sat in the front with Katie. And Katie and I, like, I think Katie told you guys, she was pretty drunk herself, too. Mm-hmm. And so I think Katie and I were just, like, dying. My head was pounding. <laughs> I was trying to, you know, keep everything down. Uh-huh. Um, that Yeah, that was hard. And then after, like, we got home, I passed out for, like, a few hours. I was out. I'm sure. I had the weirdest dream ever, too. <laughs> but. I'm asking this now because it just popped in my head. I don't want you to name anybody because I feel like that's not the right thing to do. Did you see anyone throughout the course of filming vomit from drinking? Ooh, I don't. I don't think so. Okay, that's I, that's impressive. The ladies of Joe Millionaire can keep it down. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Another great job by casting. <laughs> I I keep getting more and more impressed with this cast, man. Yeah. Incredible. Right. <laughs> Did Cornwall make you guys like drink beforehand and be like, you have to keep this down in order right. to get on this show? <laughs> yeah. Your LA your your trip to LA was just you sitting in a room with them. They go six shots and then we're spinning yeah. you we're spinning you in a in a chair twenty times yeah. and see if you throw up. Right. Tequila shots too specifically. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh. No, that's what it feels like. Honestly, like, all right, you got to take these t- six shots, and then you made it to the show. As yeah. long as you don't puke, you're on. <laughs> I <laughs> love it. We have <laughs> asked about kind of the dates that you've been on. The camping, I'm sure, is is up there, but not. And then the f- very first date. If you were to like name your was was the was the first date your favorite one, and maybe why. Yeah, I would for sure have to say it was the country dance, the very first date I had with Steven, just because I was so excited to be there. I was very attracted to him. Yeah. Um, you know, he's my type to a T. Like, country mm. boy, loves his family. Um, you know, his look in general, he's got a nice body, good smile, very personable. So mm. I was really initially, like, right off the bat into him. 
you're like jackpot. I'm so glad I didn't get on that other show. Perfect. Yeah, oh, perfect. I mean, and you're in a country bar too. Like, what is a better situation? Exactly. I was like, this is my time to shine. Uh-huh. This is my element. This is his element. Yeah. And it truthfully like felt like that, especially having like that one-on-one conversation with him mm-hmm. just because we were really hitting it off. Like, again, like we had so much in common and it was just so easy to talk to him. And I had a lot of fun talking to him too. And I got really excited after that date. And I was like, all right, but you got to keep it cool. You got it. You can't come on too strong. So I would have to say the country dance. And then um, the second one would probably have to be um, the, during the barbecue when he pulled me for that one-on-one yeah. and he had that conversation and, you know, he was like, we, we get a one-on-one. Like, I really want to get to know you. He kissed me. That was the first time he kissed me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like that one got me, you know, really excited as well. So I would have to say it was a country dance and then um, the bar- barbecue that you guys didn't see. Yeah. So, okay, this goes perfectly into my next question. Outside of that, were there anything, like, even like really serious or even like fun things that happen with the girls that we didn't see that you really wish that they had put in? Yes. Okay. So there was, um, a scene. It was, Oh, when the girls went to the, um, winery. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, the vineyard, whatever. Um, <laughs> when they went to the vineyard wi- winery, whatever. Um, hey, I called it wine yard. I think the first time was- the wine yard. I think I ended up editing that. I was like, when remember when they went to the wine yard? I was like, oh my god! Shows you how many times I've been. Well, it is a yard with wine. That, thank you, thank it, you. Yeah. It's not wrong technically. Yeah. yeah. Um. No, but we, um, Carolyn and I stayed back, and we um, had a bubble bath. Martin set up a bubble bath for us. He did it for you? Oh, yeah. God, I love him. I know. He got a bottle of wine for us. He put bubbles in there. You know that huge bath that you saw in, like, the main restroom? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, he set that all up for us. We were, like, in our swimming suits, having so much fun, like, just chatting, Carolyn put way too many bubbles in, so it was like starting to overflow. You got to do that. (laughs) You can't go under, always over. Medium or over, you can't go under in a bubble bath. No. 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 Then you're just, then you're basically just in a hot tub, and that's just hot tub. Exactly. No, be hot tub outside. So lame. Gotta have the bubbles. Gotcha. Uh, (laughs) um, No, but I, I, that scene was so much fun, and I feel like you know, we really connected to like, obviously I got to know her, you know, I was in the bottom six or whatever, how many I was in the bottom. So of course, like I got to know all of those girls very well, mm-hmm. but I didn't know Carolyn that much at that time. So mm-hmm. we really bonded and we had so much fun during that bubble bath that, you know, I'm really upset that they didn't show that because it was a great scene and we looked fabulous. There's some sort of conspiracy <laughs> about this bubble bath because we got like three seconds yeah. of it in last week's episode where you went home. And I was like, why aren't we showing the girls in the bubble bath? Why? The- uh-huh. We saw the, like, I think it was Suzanne, Amanda, and Amber had a bubble bath yep. the night Suzanne got kicked yeah. out. Which I don't even know when that happened. I don't even know where I was. <laughs> Because you would have been there. No, I know where I know where you were. Exactly. You, I, okay, I have to ask. 
I said a few weeks ago when you guys were watching um, Whitney have her pillow date. Her uh, coin time? Her coin time. Oh, Good yes. Call. You were all like huddled in a room together. Yeah. And then you left the room. Actually, scratch that. You awkward moonwalked out of the room. <laughs> is this something you've always done? Or is this a Nick Miller from New Girl move? The correct answer is the second part. Please say the second part. <laughs> yeah. I, maybe I did subconsciously uh, steal it from Nick Miller because he's awesome. Yes, yeah. he is. I, I love watching him. Just the, um, uh, but honestly, like, if you really get to know me, uh, I, I can just spontaneously do weird things like that. I'd love I that. Love <laughs> like, uh, I'm just kind of a weirdo that way. I like to make every situation really light and... I just feel like, you know, that was just my my way of exiting really nice. I didn't want the girls to think I was like, well, you know, don't want to hang out with you. Like, no, I still love you girls, but just heading out. Okay. Oh, I love it. That's incredible. Great answer. I caught that too and I was laughing my ass off. I was like, that is a very specific move. And I hope she stole that from Nick Miller. Yeah, I honestly probably did, and I just subconsciously and did it. Jess is always like, "Don't you awkward moonwalk away from me?" And he's like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, mm-hmm. he does it better though." Like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. You got good technique. You got some good technique. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you, thank you. We'll try to work on that edit. I promised that once. I didn't get to it, but I I will work on that edit for you. Yeah, the side by side. I the think side we need by that. side. We need the side by side. We got to see it broken down side by side. Mm-hmm. Maybe telestrate it football style. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And oh my gosh, there's also um this TikTok that went viral. I don't know if it's still viral of Kim Kardashian talking to um who did she date? And she lived in Minnesota for a little bit. He was a Timberwolves player. Chris Humphreys. Um, Humphrey. Yes, Humphreys. And there's a TikTok where she's like. Well, I didn't, never grew up in Yeehaw, Minnesota. And he like says, oh my gosh, you were literally working at a boutique a year ago. So <laughs> do both of those side by sides would be perfect because I'm from Minnesota and she's, you know, making fun of it. Okay. That'd, That'd be, be amazing. On it. On it. <laughs> I would love that. Uh, well, we're talking about Minnesota. Can you tell me what makes the Schrade Great Stomp such a fantastic thing to go to and be a part of? Did I say that right? Also, explain what that is, because I don't know what that is, but it sounds amazing. Oh, the Great Stomp. Oh, that video I probably posted. And Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, I do, I do my research. Yeah, you do. That's actually in South Dakota, in okay. the poor fields of South Dakota, where I went to college. Okay. But, um, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, there was a random festival, wine festival, and I got to go stomp grapes and report about it in one of my broadcasting um, classes in college. But that was that was so much fun. It looked like it. I saw the video, and I was like, this looks like you just go pick your grapes and stomp, stomp, stomp away. Maybe Steven saw that, and that's why he didn't invite you on the winery, because he was like, this girl's already experienced it. Yeah, <laughs> I'd probably embarrass him because he's never been there. Exactly. He yeah. can't have that. No. No. He can't talk about his helicopter, so he can't one-up <laughs> you with that. So he can't have you one-upping him. I see you, Steven. I see you. <laughs> I would actually love to hear about Minnesota. So I know it gets a bad stigma because it's so cold and it's snowing, it's icy, but 
honestly, it's it's a magical place. <laughs> now that sounds so corny, but I, I just love Minnesota because the people are awesome. In the in, in the summer, the lakes are just something else. Like everyone is in such a good mood mm-hmm. because they just went through seasonal depression during winter. So yeah. everyone's just ready to get out on the lake, you know, hang out with their friends. So it's it's just a beautiful state. And I feel like, you know, I'm such a family girl that it's always going to be my home. Um, you know, my home forever. Um and I don't know how to explain it, but it's just, it's just an awesome state. And I've had so many good memories there. I've experienced so much, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I do everything that Minnesota has to offer, you know, growing up as a little girl, um, I had two brothers, so I was always hanging out with the boys. Like I I had girlfriends, don't get me wrong, but I was the daredevil. Like I was the one who was going four wheeling, dirt biking, fishing Mm -hmm. with the boys. So I feel like, you know, I really got to experience Minnesota just because of my family and, you know, how close I was to my brothers that it it just made it that much more of an experience because I loved every single hobby it had to offer. So would you say that like in your future, you'd want to land back there? Like you'd want to have your family there? Like, is that important to you? That's such a great question. And people ask me that all the time, just because I'm actually living in Arizona right now. I'm in between Arizona and Minnesota. I fly back and forth. Um, but as of now, yes, I just because mm-hmm. I want my family there and I love Minnesota. I want to have like a lake cabin, but oh, no, I, say nice. I want, I will, yes. I will own <laughs> a lake home. Manifest it. Yep. I am. <laughs> I will own a lake cabin on Lake Sylvia, so I'll live there in the summer, and then in the winter time, I'll be a snowbird and go, you know, work somewhere else. I mean, um, go live somewhere else where that's warmer. But yes, I definitely do want to um, stay in Minnesota and make sure that family is super close to me because family is the number one thing to me and always will be. Family and friends, like family and best friends, hands down. We've talked a lot about food on this podcast because we, you know, we do recipe videos and stuff like that for work. And yeah, we've talked yeah. about the food and Drea's stuff here. So I, I have two food related Minnesota questions. One, what is your go to dish at the Minnesota State Fair? Is there something that you always get? And the second yeah. part, what makes a hot dish so good? I don't know. I think it's because. You know, a lot of a lot of us kids grew up like with our moms making it at home. What is it? Is it just a dish that's hot? Is it just like a general hot meal? <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's usually has noodles. So it's like okay. noodles with like some type of meat in a sauce. It just depends on like how your family makes it. But hamburger it's helper, delicious. Yes, it's basically like hamburger helper, but it's homemade. Okay, yes. that sounds dank. It's so good. And it can be like any variation of that. It could be like a mac and cheese type thing. It could be like a oh, yeah. like a fettuccine Alfredo bake type thing. Anything kind of along those lines? Pretty much. Okay. Yeah, I would say pretty much that makes like a hot dish just kind of depends on like what your family, yeah. you know, wants to make and like what appeals to them. But I, I feel like that's like you're generalizing it pretty okay. pretty good. That's what I like to do. Lots of generalizations. <laughs> Perfect. Wait, I want to hear about what to get at the state fair. I have to know what to get at the state fair. 
That's such a loaded question because, <laughs> you know, are we, I have a list. I have my go-to list. Go down the list. Let's go. Top five. Okay. The whole thing. All right. When we first get there, we're getting a Pronto pup. And then second, we're going for the French fries. Okay. okay. We can't drink beer yet because you don't want to get full. No. So after the French fries. Calculated. I like it. <laughs> after the French fries, I usually like to get like another like fried food just because everything is fried there. So maybe like a fried pickle. Oh, okay. Never mind. Stop right there. I'm in. I mean, I don't know what the first thing was, but you got me at fried pickles. Yeah, I don't either. I don't know what the first thing was either. But if it was fried, I'm in. <laughs> no, it's everything is pretty much fried. And then have you guys heard of Sweet Martha cookies? No. Are they the ones in the bucket? Yes. Oh, where there's like a ton of them? Yes. You just yes. put them all in the bucket and you get like buckets. Wait, where are you from, Steven? I'm from Florida, but I, lot, I watched a lot of uh, travel, travel channel. <laughs> I was gonna say that's pretty good, but that makes me proud to be a Minnesotan. Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, I think there was there was actually a show called like State Fair Foods or something like that. And probably sometime oh, yeah. on a weekend, I'm doing work on the computer and I just let Travel Channel run. And, I'm but glad I it do stuck. remember there was something. About, <laughs> there's like a bucket with a handle, and it's just a whole bunch of cookies, and it's like the big thing. Yes, so good. So good. You guys need to come visit for the state fair, and I would 100% show you around. Done. I love a good state fair. Yeah. Oh, so much fun. Yeah. And then they have blueberry beer. Oh. oh. Ooh. Yeah. So good. That sounds incredible. We can watch some sort of 4-H <laughs> thing, some sort of showing of <laughs> yeah, cattle or pigs or something like that and blue ribbons. You can watch them, like, give birth, too. I'm good on that one. Oh, Wow. <laughs> With my with my cookies in my bucket, I get to sit there with my cookies and just watch the the pigs give birth. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm, mm. Is that a boy yeah. or a girl? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you have like a talent show on the other side. Yeah. You have a dog show. You have a car show. There's like ten year old no, girls no. doing like Irish jig dancing in the corner. You know. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. everything like you could ask for, and then, you know, there's people our age too just there to have fun and you, you literally just you got rides you have everything at the state fair it's just a great time it's great it's it's a good throwback I, I like it so oh, much gosh, i'm glad yeah. we asked that question we got a lot of questions answered oh yeah there. yeah, I, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm glad too so now that we're out of joe millionaire world and you are doing okay as we've we've made sure of <laughs> yes i'm good how so many people have asked me that <laughs> Well, you deserve it because you got handed a shit deck yeah, yeah. over and over and over again. So I'm glad people are checking in on you. For the record, I, I I don't want I don't want that to come off mean, but we haven't asked anybody else that. And the reason we asked it is because, as Mixie just said, we feel like they you just got like kicked in the face with this, and we're just mm -hmm. like we got to make sure this girl's all right. Like <laughs> nobody else got this Aww. so far. And we're just like we got to make sure she's good over here as the number oh. one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I appreciate. That's what a number one does. A number two and a number three don't—they don't give a shit. They They'll wouldn't just, ask. They wouldn't they even would, care. They wouldn't ask about no. the fucking state fair. Are you <laughs> kidding me? They would be like, "Did you have a good time on the show? What do you think about the ratings? <laughs> We're the number two. Hey, would you mind leaving us a review?" <laughs> you guys are giving us the real stuff. Yeah. A absolutely. Yeah. So I want to know. Where are you at with dating? Are you looking? Are you seeing somebody? Is it Clayton? I saw that you posted with the new batch, the current bachelor. 
Are you? Have you infiltrated Bachelor Nation and have you taken him? Will you be on Bachelor in Paradise? <laughs> Not yet, but that is the plan. I'm just kidding. Okay, okay, okay. I like that. Yes, I'm down. Just absolutely no. ruin their show. Just Joe's in Paradise. Ruin it. Oh, we could be the Joe in Paradise people. Me and Mixie. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Oh my Almost god. Almost Joe millionaire. <laughs> That would be great. Yeah, kind of like, wait, did you say like the Bachelor in Paradise? But you're yeah. taking like Joe Millionaire girls and yeah. then the Bachelor guys? Sure. Let's do it. Sure. Absolutely. I don't think the Bachelor guys, I, I don't Deserve want- Deserve you guys? No, they definitely Okay, don't. okay. That is so true. And I I don't watch it as much as you guys, so I don't have that much knowledge. We stopped because they were so bad. It's it's not it's not good. It's not- I know I I heard Clayton season's kind of womp womp. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't tell you because I haven't watched it. I haven't watched one second for the first time in like five years. Don't give a shit. This is this is taking my heart. This this show is so much better in all aspects, like literally in all aspects. (laughs) Close. And I love getting in your guys' opinions because, you know, when we are watching ourselves on TV, to me, it still doesn't feel real. Like, I. I feel like I'm watching like a home video almost. Yeah. Like I'm sure. Yeah, because there's people walking around in the background that shouldn't be. Yeah. You know, there's little labels on the lemons so like true. there shouldn't be. No, they tried. They tried. There's cows just randomly mooing where there shouldn't be. Yeah, yeah where there's a moo caption for unknown reasons. That was awesome, by the way. What was that? There's crickets going on in the background for 10 minutes. They don't get a caption. Here's the thing I figured out about the crickets. The crickets have a really good agent who needed to give them a SAG card. So they just need hours. That's what it is. They just need hours and they can get the crickets to their SAG card. I figured it out. They got their hours. They did. They definitely did. They should be getting paid. Yeah. So basically, how do you know Clayton? How'd you get a photo with him? Uh, Are you dating him or other people? Yeah, oh my gosh, Clayton's very handsome. So if you're hearing this, Clayton, if you're still single <laughs> after The Bachelor, yeah. we live in the same area. Yeah. You know, Ooh. I feel like... Yeah. You know what? You know what's funny, though? Oh, no, we're not dating. You know, I think his season's still going on, it too. Is. It is. But you guys wouldn't, like, I got probably, like, 30, 35 messages after I posted that, like, you guys would actually be a really cute couple. I agree. Like, I think look, so, too. look cute together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'll stop saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you, you send that to him? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just send that to him. Influence him. I tell him that. Yeah. I should. Just, like, screenshot that. Yeah, like, just send him a collection good. of all these screenshots. <laughs> yeah. Just a document. Yeah, uh-huh. Your season's over. Maybe it didn't go well for you. Let's just give the people what they want. Yeah. Exactly. Crossover. Exactly. It's time. Yeah. A big time crossover event. Yeah. <laughs> I would love that. But no, I actually don't know his personality okay. because I haven't seen like this season at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am huge on personality. Like a hundred percent would way rather have personality than looks. Yeah. Um, well, I will so- tell you, you won't see his personality on the ABC will cut all that shit. You won't see anything. It's why you should be very happy you got on Joe Millionaire and not on on The Bachelor. I'm telling you. They reached out to me, too. I'm sure they did. They don't deserve you. No. (laughs) I'm so glad I didn't go on that one because they did message me, like, after I went to the finals, I think, for Joe Millionaire. They reached out to me about this, and I was like, 
ah, this one this one feels right yeah you yeah know? you got the right one you you chose you chose correctly on that absolutely yeah. so where are you at in the dating world are you on hinge what are you doing yeah, so it's funny you ask because I literally just got on Hinge last night. I was like, oh, "Wow!" And I'm just doing it for fun because yeah. I I feel like right now I really need to take the time to like, you know, really learn myself and like, you know, grow with myself and you know, not be focused on guys because I feel like that kind of put me at square one. Yeah, so just get it on a dating app. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> I just get on it. I just agreed with you. <laughs> exactly. So let's yeah. let's meet them all. Yeah. Sure, because that's bad. You'll just <laughs> chat. You guys won't actually meet up. That's what people do on Hinge now. Is my understanding. That's what happens out here. <laughs> that is true. I, I mean, I'm telling you, that's that's like the new thing now. Is like people are just going on there to just to do it. Shoot yeah. the shit. But like, not actually do anything about it. Yeah. It's a fascinating but world. It is a fascinating world, but. It does, you know, I like a hinge because it gives you something to do. You're looking at attractive men, you know, and mm-hmm. you're like reading about them. It's something different than going on the other platforms. Um, but I kind of want to meet someone like organically. But in this world, I feel like it's, you know, going to be hard to. Yeah. Um, but I still have a belief that I'm going to. And I, everything happens for a reason, too. Mm-hmm. So. I'm a firm believer in that too. You know, there's a reason I got sent home when I did. There's a reason why, you know, Stephen take me on that one-on-one. Like, there's a reason why I'm specifically sitting in my apartment on this podcast with. Hell yeah! <laughs> Let's go. Yes. <laughs> so I, I firmly believe that God has a plan for me. Um, mm-hmm. and honestly, I was telling Mixie a little bit about this, like. It's this last like two months, like I've had so many highs and like positive positives in my life and I've had the lowest of lows in my life recently. Mm -hmm. So I feel like going through these, you know, life changes right now and I I struggled. I maybe I want to say struggles. Um, you know, it's building me up to the women I woman I'm going to be here soon. So absolutely. You know, even though, you know, I, it looks like I was looked at in a negative light, um, not a negative light, but like that I was insecure, you know, needed to be more confident. I feel like that's God's plan. Um, Absolutely. There's, there's a reason why I'm going through this journey this specifically way because, because I'm I'm learning right now and I'm getting ready for my husband. Shoot, mm-hmm. maybe it's because I'm going through all this crap so hard. I'm going to be married to the most perfect man. Exactly. No, I will be. Exactly. You will be. I believe that. You deserve it. You like I I'm serious. Like not that any of the girls that we've talked to have have talked badly about the guys. They all really do like them and I think that's yeah. great. But no one has really looked at the this whole situation from their point of view. And I think that yeah. that says a lot about you. The fact that you're able to put yourself in other people's shoes, I think you're a lot farther in the journey of, you know, growth and confidence and stuff than you think. Cause it takes a lot to honestly, like it takes a confident person to be able to step outside of their little tunnel vision and look at somebody else. So you should give yourself some credit. You're, you oh. seriously should. Thank you. I, I do. I, I appreciate that. And, you know, that, that, that means a lot that you said that. Um, so thank you. And I do try to, 
do that in like negative situations too. You know, if someone's you know, not treating you the best, there's a reason they're not treating you. You know, they're not happy with themselves or they're not mm-hmm. happy with what's going on in their life. So it's always about reflection. Like, you know, how you're treating people too. Like if I'm crabby today and I'm treating my best friend or my mom like crap, there's a reason. Like you got to sit back and reflect why am I acting this way or why are they acting this way? You know, everyone has a story that we have no clue about. And, you know, you have no clue what someone's going through either. Like, yeah, and that that's something I was always taught by my parents. Like my mom and dad, they're great people, like us, biggest hearts you'll ever meet. And I'm so sad that wasn't able to like reflect on the show because I could see it when you came down the stairs and hugged them like that they were just good hearted human beings and I'm not gonna lie to you Didi's smile lights up a room so I I saw it I saw it yeah thank you thank you and they they truly are like they I like can't even take credit just because you know they are the ones who raised me um you know into the woman I am and you know I feel like there were how we act and the way we reflect off of people is how we were raised and, you know, the experiences that we've gone through and I've with them all the time, talking to them all the time. So, you know, I, I definitely give them props and I appreciate how much, you know, my family is in my life and not even my intermediate family, but like my outside family, you know, like my dad and my mom's side, I'm just very thankful that my all of my family's just there for me all the time in the drop of a hat. That's the best. And because some people don't have that. And I just want to hug them because it, it's sad. It makes me feel really sad. Well, let's get to some fun stuff then. Oh, yeah. Yes, please. Let's go. Just before the games, you created probably the best quote ever on reality television. We'll just say the it. soundbite of a century. Soundbite that's been on many a podcast that we've loved. We've tried to imitate it. And as a matter of fact, some of the other girls, every interview we have with the girls, try to do their best Daddy Martin. So we're going to play you a couple of them. And then I just want you to give like who you think delivered the best. And your criteria can be anything. Yeah. you Your scale is your scale. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's go. Here's our first one. It's from Drea. Daddy Martin. <laughs> okay. Dre killed it right off the bat. I thought that was your soundbite. That literally, <laughs> literally killed it, Andrea. So, okay, here's Katie's. Daddy Martin. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, girl, I love you. But <laughs> oh, Katie, you need to work on that one. Her voice is so cute, though. Yeah, yeah it's so distinct. I, I right now I'm giving Andrea nine point five. Wow. Katie solid six point five. Love you, girl, but <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> but to help the cause here, I have listened to pretty much all of your guys' podcasts, and oh, I yeah. still to this day Andrea's is poking out at me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, for reference, here it is, everybody. Daddy Martin. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. I so mean, good. Play it so back. Good. Do you have Do you have Breeze soundbite? Can you play him back to back? Daddy Martin. Daddy Martin. That's pretty damn good. That is. I feel like Andreas is more like 
crisp, like more clear and crisp. But mm-hmm. you know, I am kind of drunk, so that makes sense. <laughs> just a little. <laughs> you know, I've only had maybe one drink. Yeah, not I was. I didn't count and notice that you were mixing beer and liquor. I didn't do that. So <laughs> I didn't notice that either until I watched it. <laughs> the producers are probably like, "Bree, put it down, down." <laughs> I'm sure they were like, uh uh-uh, uh, tipping that glass. <laughs> I'll mix in, you know, um, you know uh, a high noon or something like that at this point. You know? <laughs> right. The lowest alcohol content. Um, <laughs> Are your other friends saying it to you? Like, how is this going on in your real world life now? I yeah, that. I have a group chat with my best friends okay. in Arizona that's called Daddy Martin. Oh my fuck God. yeah! Here, I'll show you. Yes, hell yes! I love show and tell on the podcast when no one else can see it but us. That's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Deal with it, everybody. That's all right. We still love you, everybody else. We do. We appreciate your support. You see that? Wow! Oh my God, I love it with a Daddy crown too. Yep, Daddy it. Martin's gorgeous girls. Gorgeous, gorgeous Daddy Martin girls. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and. Um, another thing that has been started, I've had a lot of like friends from Minnesota visit me recently here in Arizona mm-hmm. because it's cold as crap there. Um, so when we're out and about and we're like, you know, going out, I'll hear daddy Martin all the time. <gasps> and then I also, I do like from my friends are like, daddy Martin. It is so amazing. <laughs> I thought somebody on the street recognized you and just daddy Martin'd you. Wait, that happened? I've gotten yeehawed. Oh, that's incredible. It's pretty good, too. Yeah, I like that. It, it was, it, it was, I've been, rec- I've only been recognized like a few times, but I think it's just because Arizona is like highly populated and a lot of, um, it's a lot of my generation here. So obviously they're mm-hmm. watching the show. Um, so that's the only reason I feel like I was been recognized, but, um, I got yeehawed at, and then after that, my friends just loved it. So we were like out and about at the bars and there was like 10 of, no, there's like seven of us. And we we're like, can I, I literally would start it and be like, can I get a yeehaw? And then they all go, yeehaw. The bars were just loving it. I love that. Yeah. They were like, do it one more time. Like the bartender. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't play the same way as going, give me a daddy Martin. And then everybody just hears. Daddy Martin. But another thing is, like, I feel like all the other girls were pretty, like, drunk, too. Mm. I just, obviously, I was maybe one of the most intoxicated ones because of the swing. Yeah, that'll do it. Falling off the bed, eating a hot dog you found on the floor. Swing. Daddy Martin. I think it's perfect storm. Literally. No, you said that perfectly. (laughs) He probably had like a designated, now I'm thinking about it, a designated like cameraman. Like, she's drinking. All right. Follow her. I mean, if they were, they're good at their job. So I know that that's what they were doing. That person was the, supposed to be the person to, to check continuity and to make sure there's nobody in the background. But they were just on you the whole time. Yes. Was it Winston? <laughs> probably Winston. Oh, Winston. I didn't. I think Winston is very attractive, but yes. I was not as into him as like Sarah or. I don't think anybody else was. Yeah. I, I don't think anybody else could be at that level. I mean, Sarah threw it all away for him. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, yeah, it was definitely like, I, like all the girls are like, yeah, he's, yeah, he's attractive. He's pretty cute, but 
You know, he's got all the camera gear on. He can't do anything. <laughs> you can't talk to him. He's got all the things <laughs> strapped to him. Two IFBs, yeah. walkies on yeah. both shoulders. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, man. Amazing. Okay, well, it's the time of the show where we play games. Woo! So that's fun. Ooh. Okay, so we've sort of switched up our games. So um, for the first game, I'm going to say like a word or a phrase, and you just say a word or a phrase that comes, the first thing that comes to mind when it happens. It could be a person. It could be a situation. Oh, no. Get excited. All right, let's go. I'm and ready. if it's bad, if you if you say mean things, we'll cut it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you could if you wanted to. <laughs> I feel too bad. Exactly. <laughs> Okay, first on the list, Martin. Daddy. Yes. Wow, it's still so <laughs> weird, and I love it. <laughs> I know it is kind of weird. Joe Millionaire. Um, Georgia. I didn't like it there. <laughs> what did you not like about Georgia? No, did you see my hair? Did you see my hair? Yeah, the humidity probably didn't go well for you. I mean, yeah. That's that. Yeah, I would be in the same boat. You're better in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's it's so humid there. Yeah, I was. Yeah, no. And then I got um. What are, during camping since I was walking around without my um shoes on, I got a bunch of bug bites that yeah. I had for like two weeks, and I was itching them. I was like, Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. Okay, m- moving on. Oranges. Kurt. <laughs> Helicopter. Uh, Steven. I don't know. Why did that take forever? He talked about it all the time. I, he did. So he did talk to you about it. Well, I feel like it was brought up so much already, you know. And the, like, I agree with you. Like, was, right now. It has been, like, through uh-huh. watching the show. It's yeah. like, all right. we. It, I mean, that is pretty cool, though. And it's cool that he can drive the helicopter, honestly. That is pretty cool, but... He does bring it up a lot. I like that you referred to it as driving the helicopter and not flying Wait. the helicopter. <laughs> oh, that's that's amazing. That's, so good. <laughs> that's probably why I had to cut so many of my interviews. <laughs> my language. It's like Kurt's language. Sweetheart of a girl. Everybody's a sweetheart of a girl. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite. Doesn't make sweetheart. any sense. No, but I love that. You know, she's just a sweetheart of a girl. What are you talking about, bro? <laughs> that was that was pretty good. And I love how you guys called that out. Oh, uh, I, it's yeah. all mixy. All mixy. <laughs> you had to. I had to. It hit my ears and I was like, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Sweetheart of a girl. <laughs> oh, Kurt. Okay. Golden coin. Uh, Jenny. Okay. Steven. V with the V. Country. Can't buy me love. Drunk. <laughs> Sorry. I said first thing. Daddy. Martin. <laughs> it's never going to get old. You know, <laughs> no. I, I will say this again. Now, you you say it the same way every, every time, time. Like an absolute I professional know. does. <laughs> I know. Like people who would catch phrases like on 90s TV shows. You know, did I do that? Like you're just in every delivery. Just nailing it. A just true want, talent. Just want to make sure you're aware of the talent. Yeah, thank you. You just keep growing my head and I appreciate it. <laughs> but it's because you know I need it. <laughs> yes, you deserve it. You don't need it. You deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. It's on your vision board. 
<laughs> yeah, my vision board dad. Oh, I don't know how that would go, but <laughs> Okay. Next is Kurt. Long hair. That's love so it. lame. That's no, so I loved lame, it. <laughs> okay. Lakeshore Manor. Mansion. Okay. Last but not least, fish on the doorstep. <laughs> Oh no! Oh, you guys didn't even get that full story either. Like we did it. That story didn't even make sense. I don't know how that was edited. <laughs> it didn't. Do you want to tell us what actually happened? Yeah. Did you get the was... fish at a grocery store? Or did you go fishing? Uh, okay. So <laughs> this is the... you're like. Hold on, mom. I... Let me tell the story again. <laughs> yeah. Didi, God love her. Didi, Didi, I've known for years you're not a good storyteller. Let me handle this. <laughs> She's actually a great storyteller. I don't know if it was the editing or she just got nervous. Yeah. Or is that's fair. I don't know what it was, but so real story here. So I was dating this guy. It was seen. It was after senior year. So summer after senior year, I was really into this guy. Super cute. Um, super interested. Like I said, and his ex girlfriend was like you know, trying to get him to stop talking to me and was like telling him like, you know, like I want to get back together. I mean, they dated for seven years. You can't blame her. Right. It's the high school love. Uh So she like was messaging him and I told all my high school friends and my high school friends were like, I've always wanted to prank someone and put a dead fish on her doorstep. And this would be perfect opportunity because, you know, she won't leave the situation alone. So we were like, okay, you know what? Why not? So we first tried to, so in my hometown, we have the smallest pond. We, I literally went and got fishing rods from my dad's, (laughs) um, our, our garage. And we went and tried to fish we weren't even thinking you like, duh, you can buy a fish at the store. So we were trying to find a fish and it took like an hour and we're like, all right, we give up. Like this pond's too small. We're not going to find a fish. So mm-hmm. across from the pond is a cub. So we're like, you know what? We can buy a fish. Why don't we buy a fish? So we bought a fish. We wrapped it in a present and we put, I'll, I'll catch you later. Catch you later. Yeah. With a winky. And it was honestly so innocent. And yeah. so we left it on the girl's doorstep. And okay, we, so it was on the girl's doorstep. I girls. Okay. Yes, not okay. guys. And I said that wrong. I think I like got under pressure probably because my mom was saying it wrong. Everyone's staring at you. <laughs> These parents I don't know. Yeah. Cool. Um, so, yes. So we wrapped up the fish. We left. Ding dong ditched. <laughs> couple <laughs> couple hours later that was, that was great. it was i would remind you i was so into this guy like he was uh-huh. funny he was cute he it was in hockey great hockey player mm-hmm. anyways love a hockey player oh my gosh love me a hockey we are player. the same yeah we are so <laughs> single hockey players if you liked me on joe millionaire Slide. my ad is hagenbury skate in skate oh you know me so well yeah <laughs> Um, so yeah, we did the door ding dong ditch. And then a few hours later, I was texting with the guy I was talking to and he was like, it's so weird. Like, you know, my ex-girlfriend is trying to blame me 
to say that, you know, I put a dead fish on her doorstep and the cops called, like the cops called him. So then he told me the story because we were on, like, we had a conversation that night and I was like, oh, that's so weird. And (laughs) the next day, I know what it is but you know how i already told you guys like i externally talk about my emotions i also can't lie Mm -hmm. like i have like i feel like everyone has to know about like some points of my life or if i did something bad everyone has to know because Mm -hmm. i'm like i put it out on the floor so i hung out with him the next day and he was like telling me about this story and like talking about how the cops told him i meant called him i was blaming her i meant blaming him and I felt so bad. I was like, I don't want you know him to get blamed and I feel guilty. So I was like, I literally was in the car with him and I was like, I did it. <laughs> After that, he, te- he probably texted, he dropped me off at home, texted me for two more hours, didn't hear from the kid again. Wow. But hey, props to them because they are happily married, have the cutest kid. What? Wait, they're together? What? Yes, they got back together and they're an awesome, like they're adorable. They're adorable. I don't talk to they them. They buried the lead on the show. Yeah. Yes, I know. It was a great story. And that's why my mom wanted to share it. Wait, so did the police come to you? No, because they called the police because apparently it's means in the mafia that yeah. someone's out to kill you. Yeah. yeah, Steven knew that. I had no idea. I didn't know that. None of us girls knew that. Yeah, why would we know that? No. So at this point, you know, you're still in high school. Like, I was just getting out of high school, too. And, you know, I, I was I was a goody-good in high school. Like, if I got in trouble, like, I, I was scared. Like, very scared. Like, I never got in trouble in high school. And I was I was just so nervous about it. And I was, like, telling the guy I was talking to that they just squashed it. Like, he ended up telling her it was me. And they're like, all right, no one's out there to kill you. Don't worry. So, yeah, that ended our relationship. But it was everything. They're married with kids now. Right? Real. Wow. I hope they're watching and hearing. (laughs) I hope they did. I hope they watched it, too. Yeah. They're great people. That's so funny. Wow. What a story. Yeah, you're Steven, you're right. They really buried the lead on that one. <laughs> right? Yeah. And they made it look like my parents were embarrassing me too, but like that's a kind of relationship we have. Like Yeah. We're goofy. Like my yeah. dad and I are so goofy together and like we have the craziest stories and like you think that's a good story? You kept me on for a few more hours. I have a plenty more. <laughs> like I just like to have fun in life, and I feel like, I, you know, I, with my parents, too, they're they're goofy, too. So they just wanted to share that. It just came off wrong. But I think that's what it's about, right? It's like the, exactly. the whole idea of this is to kind of be your authentic self and to be, mm-hmm. like, who you are. Because if you're trying to meet somebody and you're not the person you really are week one through ten of meeting this person, then you're you're just lying to them. Like, that's not a good foundation for anybody to be dating. And I feel like that's one of the biggest issues right now where people are dating is, like, they try to be, like, a buttoned-up version of themselves or somebody that they're not right out of the gate because they're like, oh, i got to put my best foot forward. No, just put your your actual right foot forward and then your left foot. <laughs> and then foot. your left one. <laughs> because that's what it's supposed to be because if you're trying to be, like, really buttoned up and, like, do all these things and say the things that you think you're supposed to say, <clears throat> the... 
um, then that's not being your true authentic self. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you do that? They're not going to fall in love with the right person. Exactly. You're going to trap them in a relationship and then you're just going to be miserable later on because you're not like being true to yourself. And I'm so glad you said that too, because now that you're saying that, I feel like, you know, that's something that maybe I do regret on the show because I feel like Steven did get a little, like he obviously got to know me at the country dance, but I feel like, you know, as the show went on because of what was going on, you know, with him not inviting me and just not feeling secure in the relationship mm-hmm. myself, I feel like more and more I was not myself. So what exactly what Steven said, I feel like I was like, okay, you know, I, maybe I do need a step back. So I feel like, you know, if I did take something out of this, sh- I mean, I took a lot out of the show, but I feel like the number one thing is, you know, just who cares? Just fully be yourself and, People will flock to you like the right people are going to flock to you that are supposed to be in your life. Um, so I, I feel like that's definitely something I did learn out of this experience. And I'm glad you brought that up because I'm thinking about it now. See, you did grow. Take yeah. that, Stephen, with a V. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> v, get out of here. Yeah. Peas are way better than fees. Yes. Agreed. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> if we learned anything here. PHs have always been better. All right. Let's do one of my, uh, our second game, my favorite actually, is either or, because I think this also tells people a lot about who you are. We've changed up the questions because, you know, growth for this episode is a theme. All of us are growing. Yeah. We're changing our questions, we're growing. Except for the last question as previous. All right, here we go. On a gentleman, do you prefer to see a cowboy hat or some cowboy boots? You can only have one. That's not fair. <laughs> the combo is so deadly together. We didn't make the game. We don't come at us. I uh, what kind of setting are we talking about? A- any. Like, I would have to say cowboy hat. Cowboy but hat. But then again, the boots. I feel like the boots say a lot about a man, like especially cowboy boots specifically. I feel like men are like who are trying to be like a fake cowboy are more. Or more quickly going to put the hat on than the boots. New Year's going there. Yes. Because yep, the boots is like a right. sign that I'm paying this much for the boots. They're not always the most comfortable, but this is who I am. This is this is my look. And when I went to, so I went to um, university at uh, South Dakota State. So it's out in the boonies. We used to go goat roping, a um, oh. bunch of cornfields, super awesome. country. Yeah. Oh, I loved it there. Country dances, swing dancing, everything. I fell in love with the university. Um, and that's actually something that guys would talk about all the time. And, you know, I am, I'm not really from a small town, but I am kind of from the country because I love the country life and I grew up with that lake life, yeah. which mm-hmm. was in a small town. But I feel like my love for country really, really, really grew at um, during college. So I feel like, you know, I was really learning about the country then. And, you know, I was trying to fit in with the true country girls, as you could say, mm-hmm. the ones that have all the outfits and whatnot. And that's another thing the girls would like, Look at your boots, and you know I was wearing what Target cowgirl boots, <laughs> and I swear all the cowgirls in South Dakota were like, "Oh, that girl's no clue what she's doing." And it's like <laughs> having a blast, <laughs> yeah. So that's that's a huge thing I feel like for um, 
people in the country, boots do say a lot. And I feel like, you know, they love their boots. They're working in them all day, every day. Are you sticking with your hat answer or are you switching to boots? Ah, you guys, why? You got to do me dirty. <laughs> I'm probably, I'm honestly probably going to have to switch it to the boots. Okay. Just because I feel like, I don't know. You, Authentic. You wear boots more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got it. You, you got to wear boots. You don't have to wear a hat. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. All right. Would you rather take a ride on a tractor or on a horse? I, ooh, I've ridden, I've never like actually ridden in a tractor. Actually. Okay. Never. Oh. I think about it. And I have ridden horses. Like I've gone to camps um, growing up as a little girl. So I've had that experience. So I would have to say tractor. Okay. But horse. Horses are cool, too. We need a hockey guy to take you on a tractor. That's what we need. Yes. A country <laughs> hockey boy. That's it. That's a, that's a deep pull. That's a deep, <laughs> I don't want to tell you to move to Nashville, but, you know, it's where everybody Nashville lives. Loves. It's where all these people live now. It's L.A. or Nashville so or true. San Diego. Three cities. So true. And um, Scottsdale. Scottsdale. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like you and Nashville, for sure. Yeah. Ari's out there, too, having, a, having the time oh, yeah. of his life. Um. Fast food or healthy food? Healthy. Don't get me wrong. Like, I, I love fast food, but I like healthy food just because it nourishes your body. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I do, like, see huge change, you know, if I'm going through a kick where I'm, like, you know, not making meals at home and just kind of, like, eating out. Mm-hmm. I do see, like, a dip in, like, my my emotions, my, you know, I get really tired. I'm not as active. So I, I would have to say healthy food, again, just because it really nur- nourishes the body and it can heal you too. It does amazing things. Yeah. Is there a specific fast food restaurant that maybe is uh, in Minnesota that might not be in other places that you want to let people know about? Ooh. I feel like some fast foods are kind yes. of reasonable, like Whataburger is kind of regional. Uh, Crystals is kind of regional, you know, White Castle's Krispy regional, Kreme. Krispy Kreme, Culver's. Yep. I I don't think it's fast food. I feel like it's kind of like a bougie fast food okay. place. But my dad actually um, knows the owner. It's called Rack Shack. And I love a good barbecue sandwich. Okay. And it has the best barbecue sandwich I've ever had. And I'm not just saying that because, you know, my, my dad showed it to me and he knows the owner. It's just that the food is so good and they make the best um, spicy mac and cheese Ooh. to die for. So mixing both of those together is just so freaking good. And the, the, um, it's like really classy in there. So it's like you're at like a half fast food, half restaurant. It's kind of like so. this podcast. <laughs> yeah you get mix of both it's like kind of classy but we also like to yell at people for doing dumb shit <laughs> hey rack shack i love it <laughs> if you'd like to sponsor us let us know isn't that cool i like that name rack shack yeah, right off yeah. the tongue right yeah. off the rack hey, yeah. hey. <laughs> yeah. it's great barbecue sauce too we may have to get some of that nice. to us. just gotta try it you gotta, you gotta try it a wine person or a beer person beer I love me a good Bud Light with tomato juice, pickle juice, and a pickle. Reset that. Excuse me. So good. <laughs> you can't just you can't just say that like that's a thing. 
it's it, it is a thing i in minnesota and south dakota like a lot of my friends from um south dakota that i met in college yeah it's a tall bud light and sometimes you get salt around the rim and then you put tomato juice a lit just a a little pinch of um pickle juice and then a big old fat pickle sphere and then you gotta wait to eat the pickle because you gotta have the um tomato the juice, juice and the yeah. beer soak up it's almost <laughs> like a beer version of a bloody mary it sounds it like. is yeah that's kind of what i'm getting is don't we have like a la drink like that a michelada yeah yeah you're right is that the same thing michelada i don't think micheladas have pickles but i could be yeah. wrong and isn't it like made out of fish or something? Am I saying something? Could there be. is sometimes shrimp. Yeah. Sure. See, not my. That's not my jam. Let me a good beer. You don't like food in your. Okay. Do you guys like bloodies? I do if I'm hungover. <laughs> so next time you're hungover, can you please try the drink I told you? You might like it better. I will. Okay. I'll give it a shot. I, I I'm a hair of the dog kind of girl. Like yes. if I'm in a bad spot. Someone's cracking a beer and giving me <laughs> sips because I ha- that's the only way I'm getting out. That's not happening for me. I'm telling you right now. I'm sorry. Not a, not a chance. No chance. We'll Tomato juice, know. no chance. I'll let you know. I'm down to give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. You got to at me. I'm going to order it at, at a brunch spot in New York. I'm going to oh. be like, so you need to just do a little bit of tomato juice, a little bit of pickle, and a pickle. They're going to be like, what the fuck? No, they are. They are. Whenever I travel, they're like, did you say Bud Light with tomato juice and i'm like it's so good quit looking at me like i'm crazy please i'll give it a shot you need to give me the di- I, I need the ratios yeah like is it three-fourths beer one-fourth tomato juice a splash of pickle juice i would have to say it's like one one three tenths that's really specific but <laughs> three tenths of the glass is tomato juice okay and then literally a splash of pickle juice okay so just like a tiny little bit like just a, yep just a little bit maybe we like, like to call taste. it in the biz to taste yeah you're adding pickle juice to taste to taste yes <laughs> exactly not too strong so you can't finish it okay i'm trying it I'll, I'll try it and i'll give a review i'll post it in on so on the uh, ig uh, do you prefer an apple or an orange? Ooh, I would have to say apples. I okay. went through this weird obsession recently that was with apples, peanut butter, and raisins, which they didn't show in Joe Millionaire too. These these food combos you're doing, I'm I'm not mad at them. I'm just a little confused. <laughs> I don't. Maybe it's Midwestern. You've never had apples with peanut butter. I'm Midwest. That's like that, but that's like a what is it? A something on a log. Ants on a log. Cel- ants it's on, on a log. celery. That's celery. That's what I'm thinking. I don't think oh. I ever did it on an apple slice. It's so good. I mean, so I good. I have to write all this shit down. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta try. You gotta let me know. She's gonna have so many things to try. I love a good apple. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> That's all I eat is apples. They're so really? good. Really? Yeah. Every day for lunch, Stephen's like, "Did you have your apple?" I'm like, "Yeah, I actually just had." <laughs> Apple all day keeps the doctor away. It does. It works. It's like, do you want to eat something other than an apple? I feel like you need something else. No, I'm good. I have my apple. It gives me full energy. I'm right back. What? Just one apple. Just one Granny Smith. It's always a Granny Smith. Really? <laughs> yep. Every time. Believe me, I've asked these questions before. I I don't believe it either, but it is. That's true. 
<laughs> I'm going to just tweet at you after this. Just a Granny Smith apple. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. But here's the thing. I sliced my slices. I like to slice my apple really small. So, like, I get a ton of pieces, and they're really small. Yeah. So that I feel like I'm really, like, having a full meal because there's lots of pieces. That's smart. Brain that games. Is. Brain games. <laughs> I was told that when I was like like many years ago when I was working out and I was trying to drop the LBs, they were telling me, take all your food, have your normal size, but put it on the smallest plate you have. Oh. Because it tricks your mind into seeing, oh, there's a lot of yeah. food in this bowl. There's a lot of food on okay. this plate. If you put the same food on a bigger plate, you go, I don't have a lot of portions here. This is not a lot of food. But when it's in a small bowl, small container, you're like, oh my God, I ate two bowls of it or something so that's a little brain trick. brain games brain games i'm gonna have to try that yeah, just yeah. try it here we go they works yeah uh Heck should yeah. Uh, do you prefer making plans or just winging it as you go i'm very spontaneous okay. so i would have to say wing it as you go but i also like to plan but more of spontaneous got it like plan the big trip but don't plan the day-to-day -day is what you're saying yeah, yeah. But if you were to ask me if I had enough money and you're like, all right, this weekend, let's just do a random weekend in the Bahamas and someone was ready. Yeah. I'd be, all right, let's go. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. If money wasn't an option. Well, according yeah. to Kurt, money comes and money goes. So, you know, you can do whatever you want. Get <laughs> me started on that again. <laughs> Good thing Steven didn't say that. Yeah. It is. that. That's a that's. Yeah. Money comes wow. when I go. Sure it does. Sure it does. Uh -huh. Yeah. Because I've thought about <laughs> that. You know, if I, you know, money just came more often. You know, it goes a lot, but you know, it, it does just... tend to go a lot more than it comes. Yeah. Hell. I feel that. <laughs> uh, do you prefer uh, to watch something maybe a little bit more comedy, or do you like a horror movie? Comedy. Comedy. Okay. Hundred percent comedy gal. Do you watch any horror? I have to watch a horror film like with my significant other because mm -hmm. i am such a baby yeah. if it's a bad horror film it will freak me out where i can't go to bed i'll be up yeah, in my I, bed i like, can't watch it I, I want girl we are way too similar i'm scared of harry potter i won't watch it harry potter <laughs> what harry potter Voldemort freaks me out no notes Do i don't trust that what does that mean <laughs> what does that mean where is he from what is he doing Oh my god! Yeah, I, I'm out on horror. I didn't know this. This is great. Uh, yeah, great information. You should watch B movie. It's great. Oh yeah, have you oh. seen B movie? Oh, yeah. I have not seen that movie, but I twelve out of ten. It's on Netflix. It's for children in air quotes. Okay, it's not is for children. Old? It is. It's a timeless classic. I watch it once a week at least. I kind of want to write that down because my memory is like. Oh, I'll send it to you. You don't have to okay. worry about that. I will Thanks. bombard you with it. Thanks, girl. She'll follow up with you. Have you watched it yet? Have you watched it yet? Have you watched it yet? Yeah, you are. Uh, hot coffee or iced coffee? Iced. Boxers or briefs? Briefs. Okay. Incredible. Incredible. And we always ask, as I'm sure you know, because you're an avid listener of the number one. The number one. This is very important. And I need an explanation as to what your answer is. I feel like she's going to have a good explanation either way. She's had this the entire time today. She's had good, good food takes. Good food takes. Pineapple on pizza. Yes or no? No, absolutely not. Oh, wow. Pizza needs to stay traditional. You got you to gotta 
you got to taste the sauce, the cheese. Like, that's how it originated. The juice of the pineapple. No. <laughs> Ew. We're talking salty. We're not getting too sweet here. The sauce is already too sweet enough. How about you guys? Do you like that? I'm not. I'm not ordering it. I will say that. And I used to be like exactly like you. Have you tried it? May, I think maybe once. I just don't like sweet things. Were you sober? On my... <laughs> yeah, I was. I was. There you go. There's a mistake. <laughs> it's not bad if you're a little drunk. I, okay. I, I wouldn't order it, but I, if I'm hungry and I'm a little drunk, I would still fu- I would put it in my mouth. Always I been my like take. That's what she said. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean... When you're drunk, you eat anything. I ate a hot true. dog off the floor. <laughs> and it was fucking amazing. Suck it, Aaron! It was, did you guys notice I rolled on the hot dog and there's ketchup on my side? No, I didn't notice that. I noticed you... I did notice that, but Drea told us that it, she thinks it happened yeah. in her bed because she woke up to, like, hot dogs in her bed and she's a vegetarian. So, here's a secret I'm probably going to regret saying now. Oh, my God. Spill, spill. Yes. When I get, when I'm drinking and I go out with my friends, all the girls will attest to this too. I hoard, I hoarded all the water bottles, all of the food that I thought was going to be gone the next day. And it was all by my bedside. So the girls would wake up with like half cooked pizza rolls, hot dogs, not even touched, trail mix, seven water bottles. And I was um, sleeping next to Katie in her room, and she's a clean freak. And she would literally wake up, and she'd be like, Bray, are you kidding me? Why? Again? She's like, clean this up. I'm like, I'm sorry. It's I a pretty feel good like impression. Again, you with the impressions are very good. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, you have a, you have a, uh, you're like, um, what are those people that, that, like, have, like, a, like a those hoarders that like have like a safe space with like tons of fucking cans of food <laughs> yeah, but only when i'm drunk that night and i don't even <laughs> them. i don't even eat them it's, it's the weirdest thing ever you're just preparing yeah. you're preparing for the worst yeah oh gosh like yeah. how inconvenient would it be that i'm filming this reality show when the zombie apocalypse happens and we don't have any food Exactly. You, got, you always have to be prepared. Always. You, you can't survive without water and food. You know, at least I'm thinking ahead. <laughs> exactly. That's a good point. Very good point. Exactly. Oh, man. This was a, a fucking blast. We we are out of questions, but I do. I, I like to ask the girls this anyways. Is there anything that you wish or you want people to know about you or anything that you want to talk about that wasn't wasn't shared throughout this? We like to give you the platform. Yeah. Um, here I did write here. Look at my notes here because I wanted to. Look, she's got some notes. She came with notes. Yes, I love to have my notes. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good journalist has her notes always. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's what I started in college. I'm aware of this. Me too. We all are aware. That's why you said that, huh? (laughs) Right over the head. Full circle. (laughs) Full circle Um, moments. (laughs) Um. Honestly, I would love to conclude, like, just to conclude this um, podcast, just saying, like, I don't get me wrong, like, even though I did go out, you know, kind of looking like insecure and, you know, not as confident and 
Um, I feel like I wasn't shedded in the best light when I went out. Um, I still really had a good experience. Like even though I went through these ups and downs, like in the house, I met some of the best freaking girls of my whole life. Like these girls are just amazing people. Like it's amazing. Like Carolyn, Amanda, Katie, like all they did is just built us up. I feel like, you know, on other shows, you know, like the bachelor, you you see these girls, like they're tearing them down. They're like, you know, mm-hmm. there's so much drama, but you know, of course we had drama. Like there's a, we were living with 18 girls, but I, I do just really want to express like every single one of these girls, they're just so positive and, you know, lighthearted. They had big personalities, but you know, they really built all of us up and I would never take this experience back. And I'm just very thankful that I got to know these girls and the guys too. Um, you know, it's really nice to know Kurt and Steven, you know, they're awesome people too. And, you know, it's nice to be able to stay connected. Um, and you know, the producers are awesome too. So I just want to conclude it. Like, even though I did go out, you know, looking very insecure and not in the best light, I guess you could say, I, I still had a really good time and I learned a lot about myself, um, that I'm very thankful for. Um, and I love all of those girls and very thankful I got to meet them because every single one of them, um, they're amazing women and I, I want them to know that. So I really thought, I really thought at the end you were going to say they're all sweethearts of a girl. That's what I thought was. No, I should have. <laughs> I'm not as quick as you. That's what I thought was going to happen. I was like, oh my God, she's going to do it. Oh my God, she's going to do it. <laughs> yeah, I should have. Dang it. I will say that that came across in the show. Um, I mean, like it truly did as a viewer. It, it was it was refreshing to see a bunch of girls living together and not be like at each other's throat yeah. and trying to connive each other. Like, I mean, there were so many examples of it throughout the entire thing. Exactly what you were saying before. You were tr- you wanted to support Annie as much as possible while you were also trying to, like, deal with your own stuff. Like, that shit is non-existent on these that other dating is. reality shows. They are they are all tunnel vision on themselves. And it's it was really cool to see. Yeah. So, I mean, again, we I keep kissing ca- Casting's ass. I want to talk to them soon because I think they just what they did on this show is something that I haven't seen in so long. And I, I really think that, like, the world needs to see this kind of stuff. Yeah. Girls can coexist and we can be fine. Exactly. There's I that's that was so well said. And I feel like, you know, our especially our world these days, it's just filled with so much negativity and like why are we going to keep bringing reality shows that, you know, are going to bring negative thoughts and, you know, negative people on reality TV? Like, everyone is consuming this. A lot of people are watching this. So why not bring a positive spin and have girls that like each other and lift each other up? And they're not tearing each other down. And it's still as entertaining, if not more. Yeah. I agree. Honestly. I, I've said in the past, and we've said it before, is... I think the issue with the other show that we've been talking about is it's so predictable now that it's not entertaining Mm -hmm. when you know what's going to happen. Week one through three is this. Week three and a half through week seven is the drama. There's one girl who's the worst. She'll get home on the one-on-one, if not on the two-on-one. If not the next week, she'll go home. 
now we're back to the show. We're at hometowns, predictable, predictable. There's one family who's not really into it. They Another mom says, mm-hmm. I don't believe it. And then it implodes because whatever else happens. So yeah. it's predictable. But that's what I like about this show right now is really hasn't been predictable. Like, again, I'm so used to predictable stuff. I'm like, oh, she gets a lot of airtime. She's not going to leave bef- before two of the girls who I haven't even heard speak really get to stick around for longer it doesn't make sense to me so it caught me by surprise i'm just like what what is what's happening here (laughs) exactly you you know what we should do yes i i say you guys just get another season of this (laughs) fucking show going well that's a given yeah (laughs) we you guys should interview steven and then surprise visit and like have me on it oh i'm in I am Whoa. in. Oh man! If there's not a reunion, that's what we'll do. We'll have time slots for all of the <laughs> to girls come to come in and just like yes. bombard them and then leave. Yes, airing of grievances, <laughs> and we will mute <laughs> them so they can't respond. <laughs> Amazing! <laughs> that that would be awesome. And I don't know if you guys, it came off in the show too. I feel like Kurt and Steven are really intelligent men too. Like even mm-hmm. though Kurt's language is like. A little odd that I... He's nervous. Yeah, he's nervous. He's still very intelligent. Like, we had a scene where it was off cameras, um, and we were able to talk to, like, the producers and the guys where um, we were just hanging out, and, like, he he's smart. Like, he... And so is Steven. So, I, I feel like that wasn't really shown in the show. Um, so... Just wanted to mention that. Again, I, I do think they're doing their best to showcase the gentleman as well. Yeah, um, they are. Yeah, they're they tru- allowing they them to are. be the best versions of of themselves yep. they can be. The other show kind mm-hmm. of, as Mixie was saying, neuters you. I mean, the yeah. last couple people yep. we've seen be the leads. And then you see them outside. You're like, hold on. I saw in the show you were nothing whole different like person. This. I mean, Matt James That's is the perfect so example of that. That guy is so Fox different than what job. he was on the show. So. Yeah, Absolutely. Fantastic. Yeah. We love you, yes. Fox. Yeah, Fox, you did great. Continue to do this. Please have a reunion. Please invite me and Mixie to host. Again, if not, we will Another we would like to be the apprentices for Mart next year. I'll shine his shoes. We'll live in the butthole. Yeah, we'll do whatever, you know? I will live in that butthole. I will oh be in Martin's God. butthole one day or another. Poor Martin. Martin's butthole. <laughs> well, thanks for coming on. Thanks oh, for spending man. some time with us. We really appreciate you. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. You guys are a lot of fun to talk to. And well, we try our best. That's not my one. We'll hopefully talk to you soon. We'll we'll spring you on Steven yeah. soon. Yes. Love <laughs> it. Let's go, Steven. <laughs> that was just amazing. Truly incredible. Guys, send Brie your love. This girl went through hell and back on this show. And she's been no- she was nothing but nice and sweet things to say about everyone and everything. I mean, just an incredible human being. Uh, there's no more words for me to say other than the fact that how she has not like set that whole man's world on fire to figure out what's <laughs> going on, which still baffles me. It's just, yeah. it's just a wild set of circumstances, and I think she's dealing with it pretty well, given what Absolutely. actually happened and the fact that it was, again, like, this has happened to people before in dating, but again, it was on national television, and your parents mm-hmm. had to come, and then you left the week, your parents, like, she, she's she's great, and again, if you know a hockey player <laughs> who was single, 
maybe you should give her his information. Yeah. Send him send him Bree's account. She's a beautiful girl inside and out and deserves the absolute world. And that's what I want for her. And I do hope for her sake that there is a reunion so that she can get some answers from Steven. And we can all see it. And we'll be there hosting, obviously. Absolutely. Duh. <sighs> it's Joe Millionaire Day probably when you're listening to this or around that time. So get ready. We have a new episode coming out. We have, we're have we going to see Steven's family and Kurt's family. I did see a teaser, Steven, oh. and I wanted to, did you, I don't know, have you seen anything? I have not. Let me know. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to tell you this. Okay. And I only have very little amounts of information. Okay. Steven with a V. Yeah. Has a pet raccoon named Bubbles. I don't know what to do with that. Yep. So this episode's going to be great. I mean, that's a guaranteed win right there. What do I do with that information? Well, you sit on it and you stew until we see our next episode. A, a raccoon? Hold on. A raccoon named Bubbles? That's the information I saw. And another piece of the puzzle falls into place. <laughs> I bet he takes that raccoon in his helicopter. We'll find out. Oh. All right. <laughs> I guess we will. <laughs> Makes no sense, but I love it. In the meantime, make sure that you follow us on Instagram and on Twitter, The Right Reality. You can join the hotties. We love all of the hotties. We love adding more hotties every week. They keep coming in and we keep adding them and we keep growing it's just great leave us a review i need i need it although i will say brie really p- pumped our egos so you know i might be okay without a review but if you if you want to leave us a shit review now's the time i'll bounce back better <laughs> maybe we won't be as angry when we read it. yeah uh-huh <laughs> when you when we read your cold ass one star take but if you've yeah. made it this long in this episode I don't think you're leaving a one star. Yeah, you can't. I mean, I don't understand how anyone can. This is the number one Joe Millionaire podcast. podcast So, uh, unfortunately, we do leave you, but we will be back soon with a recap of episode. Is it eight? Is it nine? We don't know. We We just know two doesn't exist. (laughs) Two is never going to be there. But uh, we will always be here for you with the best Joe Millionaire recaps possible. So thank you again for listening, and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.